Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Insider Series for Networking podcast. This is Jessica Tolbert, your host, kicking off our next episode of 2023 to discuss enterprise agreements. Today, we have a panel of experts to talk about some of our cross-architectural solutions available in an enterprise agreement. Monty, Lara, and Yuval, can you introduce yourselves and give us a fun fact? Thanks, Jessica. Yeah, this is my name is Monty Whitbeck, and I'm the director of product management for Cisco's Enterprise Agreement Program. Uh, fun fact about me: uh, born and raised in Seattle, Washington, so I've grown up as a Seahawks fan my entire life. Uh, so much so that uh, I've been a season ticket holder for quite some time, and had the uh, great pleasure of actually attending one of the Super Bowl games they played in. So. That's a fun fact about me. Great. How about those Kraken, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exciting <laughs> All <right>. time. <laughs> All right. Over to you, Laura. Hi, I'm Laura Morgan. I'm a solutions manager in the newly formed Acceleration team. Fun fact about me, I was a police officer for the city of Berkeley, and I've been facilitating with di- very divergent business groups for years. That's cool. All right. And over to you, Yuval. Hi, everybody. First of all, Lara, I didn't know this about you. This is so interesting. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my name is uh, Yuval Yatska, and I'm a senior director here at Cisco for product marketing. And uh, I lead the NetSec or network security team, cloud security team, and uh, SASE and SSC product marketing. Fun facts about me. I'll give you a quick two ones. One is that I'm uh, an espresso aficionado, some would say snob, so I... I'm very particular about the way I make uh, my espresso, and a lot of people have uh, given me a hard time about this. The other fun fact that uh, I am also an avid classical music uh, fan, and I was once was mocked by Pinkus Zuckerman after uh, a concert he had. He and I had the chance to, to say hi to each other, and he gave me some hard time about uh, what I was wearing uh, coming to his concert. That's great. That's all great. Thank you all for introducing yourselves and give us some fun facts. Let's just jump right in. I'm going to come to you first, Monty. Sure. So um, what are some of the major issues that customers are trying to solve when they select an enterprise agreement? That's a great question. And there's a couple big challenges that many customers face in the traditional uh, buying motion. One is around invoice management and the other is around license management. So, you know, a, a typical uh, traditional way of buying, you need, to, you need a product and you go buy it and you need another product, you go buy it again. And at some point, all these uh, subscriptions that go with the product you bought um, expire and you have to have them renewed. And it comes as this sort of endless cycle of, of managing those uh, licenses and those invoices. Um, in some companies, it can become like a full-time job or even a, a team's full-time job just to maintain all that. Uh, and the other part that goes with that is now you have these licenses you bought you have to keep track of when did I buy it? When does it expire? When do I have to renew? And so it becomes very complex very quickly. Uh, one of the great things about an enterprise agreement is we let, uh, we let we take that complexity away and you just make one contract with Cisco, uh, with, uh, with your partner um, for a three or five year term. And under that single contract, all of your licenses will co-term. You no longer have to continue to go through this uh, renewal motion. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, we'll let you consume what you need when you need it, need it and uh, we'll only send you uh, bill you once a year. So it really simplifies that whole billing process and the license management process. We even have a, a great dashboard you get to use that helps you um, see all the licenses you're entitled to and helps with that uh, simplifying that management as well. Great. All cool things there. Now, what makes a Cisco enterprise agreement unique? <laughs> 
you know, don't other companies offer similar agreements? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, it's pretty standard in the in the industry to have enterprise agreements. Um, but we have some unique features and benefits of here at Cisco that uh, I think are, are, are definitely make ours uh, very compelling. Uh, and first off, just the breadth of the Cisco portfolio is, is can't, can't be matched in any other company. I mean, we, we can have a single contract where you can cover networking, security, collaboration, cloud management, add-in services, all that can be added under a single contract with a you know single co-term and really simplify how you manage your, your environment. Um, we also have a, a concept called True Forward that we came up with. And uh, when we were first looking at developing an enterprise agreement, we went to our IT team and said, hey, tell us about the, the vendors you work with, the vendors that we have enterprise agreements with, and what are some of the issues or challenges you face having those enterprise agreements? And the number one thing they brought up very consistently was they hated true up. So most, most uh, companies that have enterprise agreements have this concept of a true up, which means you know you can consume what you want throughout the year, and then end of the year, they'll look back and see what did you start, what did you add, when did you start using it, and then calculate how much you owe for that use. And it's very complicated. It leads to a lot of you know, friction and disagreement between customer and the vendor, and it really was a huge headache. So we wanted to simplify and make that process more customer friendly. So we have what's called a true forward. So you can still consume what you want when you need it throughout the, throughout the year. And we still have an annual billing event where we charge you for those things. But rather than go back and claw back you know, money from when you started using it on the day you started using it, we basically say, great, from this point forward, you'll pay for those licenses, but we're not going to go back and, and, and sort of you know, nickel and dime you about when you started using it. So it really just makes that, that process much, less, uh, much more friction-free than, say, uh, the, the traditional true-up. A um, couple more benefits. We have this concept of value shift, which is really uh, the ability of, hey, I bought something. I'm, I want to shift how I use that, and I don't want to lose the money I already spent. I'll give you a great example. Uh, let's say you're going through uh, uh, a, a network refresh, right? You already bought a license for one hardware device for DNA. You're doing a hardware refresh and you want to replace it. There's still some value of that subscription that you paid for. You don't have to buy a net new license and lose that value. We actually allow you to shift whatever remains of what you've already paid for and apply it to the cost of the license on the new piece of hardware. So really just make it, again, making sure you're getting the most value out of the licenses you bought, regardless of whether you're shifting around between hardware and hardware. And then lastly, we have uh, some incentives to really to make enterprise agreement the, the best price you can get from Cisco, right? You know, the, the idea is you're making a huge investment by saying, I'm gonna cover my enterprise with, with, with Cisco products and we wanna make sure in return, we give you the best price you can get. So it, we have built-in multi-suite discount uh, incentives. So if you buy say networking and wireless and routing all together, you get some additional built-in discounts that will be applied. But also we, we know that um, for scenarios, let's say you're rolling out DNA in your environment, it's gonna take some time. Rather than make you buy all those licenses up front with knowing that you won't be able to use them all until that hardware is deployed, we have a built-in ramp schedule that we have as well. So you're only, bought, you're only paying for those licenses over time as you roll out your environment and not paying for software that you're not able to use. So again, it's really great that we have these, uh, you know, again, I would say truly beneficial uh, capabilities that are beyond what many other companies can offer. That's a great overview of all the exclusive features for the Cisco Enterprise Agreement, Monty. So really appreciate you going through those. Uh, speaking about the breadth of the Cisco portfolio, let's kind of dive into some of the solutions, you know, that are offered. Um, so Laura, I'm going to come to you to talk about hybrid work. 
you know, why is this solution important to our customers? Oh, thank you, Jessica. Uh, thank you, Monty, for teeing it up so beautifully with the enterprise agreements and the, the, the functionality of it. So hybrid work is more about being able to support a remote workforce, right? It's about creating a secure, consistent environment that extends from the office to all who connect to the network. Now that more and more companies are adopting a hybrid work model to attract and keep the most talented teams, we need a new formula to connect and collaborate people, whether they're at home, the office, or anywhere in between. It also needs to be a great seamless experience. Just having a laptop with some collaboration services downloaded won't cut it. So if you're at home, you wanna have the same fully engaging experience with your colleagues in the office. If you can't get that, you can't do your job well and people will leave. So also security is key. It needs this is so security you've come to depend on from devices at any location. The threat surface gets a, a lot bigger for a distributed workforce. All right, uh, those are all great uh, features and, and a high level overview of hybrid work as a solution. But can you walk us through our hybrid work solution in an EA? I certainly can. Once again, we've worked closely with Monty's team to put this together. We've packaged seven products to work together to enable frictionless, secure employee connectivity, superior collaboration, and faster trouble resolution to keep everyone productive no matter where they are working. Included in the Hybrid Work EA, we have the WebEx Suite, we have Umbrella, Thousand Eyes, Meraki Systems Manager, Duo Access, Secure Endpoint, Cisco and Cisco Secure Client Premier. With all of these together, you're getting messaging, meetings, events, and webinars, plus in-depth multi-layer security that will work across Android, Apple, and Microsoft devices. And the ability to get visibility into hybrid work problems that could be at the, the home network, corporate network, cloud, or anywhere, so that problems can be resolved quickly and employees can get back to work fast. Security should frustrate attackers, not users. Additionally, it's not part of the software package, but Cisco Spaces is part of our work from office offer. We're seeing a lot of interest in spaces where it aggregates multi-sources of data across temperature, humidity, air quality, occupancy, and more in a single dashboard. That data can be shared with a broader building management system or made available in a floor plan, excuse me, that connects environmental data with physical space that employees can choose to work where they're most comfortable. This helps with anyone trying to achieve the well certification. We've got great examples of this in our Pen One office and our newly opened Atlanta office as well. Great, thanks, Laura. All right, we're gonna move on to our other solution, um, Sassy. So you've all. Why is SASE such a buzzword today? Where did it come from? What is it? And how can Cisco fulfill the vision? Thanks. I'm, I'm grateful for the question. So let, let's start with the first one. What SASE is? So SASE stands for Secure Access Service Edge, and it's a term coined by Gartner, I believe, in August 2019. And at the basis of this concept is the convergence of networking and security. In other words, recognizing both as being two sides of the same coin, if you will. And up until that point, companies would think of those separately. They would deploy different SD-WAN and networking solutions and scenarios, and then 
they would think differently with usually different buying centers about their security solutions. And with the current complexity that we see in the market, this type of bifurcation doesn't work anymore. Actually, I want to take maybe a moment and, and uh, share an interesting data point that I came across recently to, I think, illustrate this point. There is a research by McKinsey that claimed after much research that the leap that we've made since the pandemic is really insurmountable. They pointed to a leap of six to 10 years in the portion of products and services that are now being digitized compared to before the pandemic. And it's not that this acceleration stopped uh, a couple of years after the pandemic. It actually, we're still in the middle of acceleration. So think of uh, more devices, users working from everywhere, more applications they need to access. And again, this bifurcation of addressing those needs with separately with networking and separately with security no longer works. So that, that's what SaaS is about. At the same time, it doesn't mean that if you converge, then you have SASE per se, because Gartner goes another step forward and they say, well, we envision these as being converged through a single cloud service. And that's their, their North Star. I think many organizations today are not ready for this entirely, but the, the convergence is still the right term to think about, the right concept. And it's something that more and more organizations are thinking about. How can I consolidate my networking and security offerings? How can I manage them from a single pane of glass? And uh, this is something that I think is at the, the top of mind of, of many organizations. So I think that this is kind of like addressing what SAS is and, and why it's a buzzword today. The way Cisco uh, is looking into this is actually, I think, pretty unique. I think for first, for starters, we've been doing SASE really for three decades. We as a company have never thought about networking as security as separate entities or separate beings. We just haven't been maybe marketing it this way, but from the very beginning, we've been thinking about security and networking uh, as very deeply intertwined. In fact, we have security elements built in, not as an afterthought, but built in as part of the very design of networking. And we have performance and connectivity built intentionally into our security solutions. And at Cisco, we have two ways predominantly that we think about SASE, which I think is aligned with the market. One is what we call as, as a unified SASE. So thinking of consuming everything as Gartner intended for a single dashboard and uh, with a unified policies to, to cover both networking security. The other is more modular approach. Not all companies are ready to shift into the cloud and, and having everything managed in one place. I once heard this analogy of some companies wanting the fire department and police to, to talk to each other, but they still want them to be separate. And we, we can support that modularity with... I think uh, I, I heard before uh, that uh, by Sam that uh, we, we have an unparalleled gamut of solutions. I think this is very true. And especially when it comes to security and networking, we can really tailor the, the right combination and amalgamation of products and solutions to accommodate and accompany the relevant strategies of our customers. And this is something that I think Cisco is very unique because no other company has 
the breadth and depth of our portfolio in both security and networking. And maybe one more thing that I want to add, we, we don't stop there. The way Gartner defines SASE, at least in the beginning, is, okay, SASE must have SD-1. I think that's understandable. And then in terms of security, they were thinking about four components. They were thinking about firewalls as a service. They were thinking about CASB or Cloud Access Secure Broker and ZTNA, Zero Trust Network Access, and SWIG, Secure Web Gateway. But it doesn't really stop there. If you think about the true meaning of SASE as converges between secure networking, there are many more things that should be considered. Think of uh, XDR, think of DLP, think of uh, network detection and, and, and uh, prevention, uh, intrusion prevention, and other components like visibility, for example, to networks that you don't own. All these are relevant to a SASE deployment, and they're not part of the official definition. That's something that Cisco takes a step beyond the, the current definition to educate and help companies think about SASE in that point of view, in that uh, purview, and eventually help them implement the right solution that is uh, relevant for them. So I, ho I hope that was uh, helpful. Yeah, that was a great overview. I really liked the analogy of the uh, fire department and police department, um, really highlighting the convergence. Um, so, you know, another question for you, you know, how does a Cisco enterprise agreement make purchasing SASE easier than any other buying motion? I think it's a great question. So if we think about the modular route of SASE that they mentioned, that companies need to think about the right set of solutions, being networking and or, of course, uh, security and visibility, and, and having those part of their journey, Enterprise agreement can help them obviously save a lot of money. And I think what Sam mentioned today also manage their solutions better with code terms and everything. But really making the, the buying motion easier and make it really custom tailored or bespoke, if you will, to their particular needs. And the alternative is really having those solutions bought by different vendors and succumbing potentially to security vendor sprawl very difficult to, to manage these solutions. And again, with an enterprise agreement, you have one throw to choke and one entity that has an overview of these products that offers them in, in a very appealing way, namely the enterprise agreements. Well said. All right. We've talked about, you know, the Cisco enterprise agreement, hybrid work, and SASE. I want to open the floor here for the three of you. You know, do you all have any final thoughts to share? You know, anything that we should keep a lookout for in the future? I'll go to you, Monty, first. Sure. Thanks, Jessica. Um, you know, the, the beauty of the enterprise agreement, like I mentioned before, is you have access to the entire uh, Cisco portfolio. So as new uh, exciting offers and solutions come out from Cisco, you can buy them under your agreement. You can even add them to your existing contract um, and have it co-term like I talked about. So all the benefits of the EA that you have today are automatically going to be applied to anything else that Cisco comes out with in the future. Uh, on top of that, we are constantly innovating as well just on the platform itself. So we have monthly releases looking to always improve the buying experience and the license management experience. Uh, and we get feedback directly from our partners and customers on how to make that better. And we just are continually making, uh, making it more easy to use and, and a better experience. All right, Laura? Thanks, Jessica. Not strictly around enterprise agreements, but stay tuned. 
We're looking to address head-on the need for employers to upgrade their office networks to be optimized for hybrid work and start the transition to smart buildings. We will have a new promotion that will be announced shortly, which combines Cisco Spaces, Wi-Fi 6, access points, over-the-Ethernet uh, switches, both for Catalyst or Meraki, depending on what the customer prefers. And once again, stay tuned. We have uh, links that will be coming out for our buildings at Pen One, as well as the buildings in Atlanta. So you can get more of a firsthand experience of what we've done there. Cool stuff. And you've all. So one thing I did want to leave uh, our listeners with is I mentioned SaaS as being the convergence of technologies, but I think very much related to what we heard about enterprise agreement, I encourage organizations to think about SaaS in terms of vendor consolidation as well. And uh, we think that it's not just us, by the way, but we think that in the future, in the near future, many companies would converge to probably two to three security and networking vendors. And in the face of the complexity that I mentioned before, this is also an integral part of SASE. How do I not only create a platform-like approach with my solutions, but how do I also consolidate and simplify my vendor management. So again, thank you so much for letting me uh, share these thoughts. Thank you all so much, Monty, Lara, and Yuval for this great conversation. And thank you listeners for joining. Make sure to check out the links in the description below to learn more about the Cisco Enterprise Agreement, Hybrid Work, and SASE. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to stay informed, be sure to follow on your favorite platform for podcasts. Until next time, this is your host, Jessica Tolbert, signing off.